The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Holmberg's morning sickness. There it is. Alliance. Uh, you know, car guys are emailing now. They got, oh, I got something to say when you say, hey, car guys, how come that car isn't working? And Dean, Dean emails and says, I don't do radio and you don't do cars. That's what keeps the world spinning. But I do admit, admit I have 10 cars and two are in a garage on jack stands. Wife joined the HOA. <laughs> He's getting insider. So they got some HOA, uh, you know, pull so he can have his cruddy cars laying all over the neighborhood. Yeah, that's all I ask. If you're a car guy and you have a car busted up in your front yard, I don't want to hear your advice on how my car not working is something you could take care of. You got some, you got a project. You got a block. You got an engine with nothing wrapped around it. I've, that's I don't, that you have to explain that to me. What's up? You just got an engine and it doesn't go in anything. It's just there. There's yeah. no car around it. Yeah. What good is that? Well, that's because you're hoping to have that '65 Mustang that you had your eye on. <laughs> well, for just years. go buy a '65 Mustang. Well, yeah, but you got to start with the motor. You got to build that thing up. Some cash. You're ready to dump <laughs> it in there. Then you're not ready. I don't want any stock. I'm not buying tires. Going someday, I'm going to wrap a car around these. It was a good deal, bro. <laughs> See, you're a good car guy because you actually kind of throw in the, the facetious nature in which you made the purchase. I bought half of a piece of a car. That body's in great shape. Yeah. Someday I'm going to wrap a galaxy around this bad boy right here. In the meantime, it's just going to sit in my yard. Shouldn't you move it into the garage? Yeah, wife won't let me do that. She's got to park her working vehicle in there. She's got to park her Prius in there. Her bougie car that runs. It's got an engine in it, too, but it's got that weird car wrapped around it. I don't want one of those. You want a 65 Mustang? Go get one. Sell that hunk of crap that's sitting in your garage. It's just an engine nobody's using. And give it to some guy who's actually got the car and needs the engine. There's got to be more of those than the other way around. I'm going to get to it. <laughs> that's my I'm problem. Get to it. That's my problem, mm-hmm. car guy. You keep saying you're going to get to it, and 14 years later, that thing's still sitting there. There ain't no Galaxy wrapped around it yet. I like the ones that collect a certain kind of car, and they'll have like eight. Yeah. None of them run. None of them work. Right. And there's a guy that owns uh, lawn tractors. I saw him one wow. next door to a neighbor. It was in a farm, kind of uh, the horse properties in yeah. Gilbert. There's at least 12 just... Just out, hanging around. Riding yeah. mowers, not, none of them run. That's hoarding. That's borderline just hoarding. That's worse. Yeah, if that's, you're a lawn tractor yeah. guy, you're... <laughs> right. you're yeah, that car guy's got nothing on you. Nobody thinks that's cool. At least the very least with a car guy, you'd go by and go, oh, you're building a car. I oh, like Studebaker. Yeah, lawn tractor <laughs> guy is saving up for his $2,000 John Deere. Oh, just go get the goddamn lawnmower. Got to save up for it. Got myself. You never see that either, like a lawn tractor motor just sitting there by itself. Somebody, I'm going to wrap a beautiful John Deere 2100 around this thing. <laughs> just go buy one. They're cheap. Yeah, cheap for you, Rockefeller. Cha-ching, Chavez. Like, you know, if you sold the eight or nine... John Deere engines you got laying around, you might be able to get one. 
Then I wouldn't have the beauty of building one myself. I got what's this cuck? No, I don't think you're <laughs> building one yourself anyway. I think you just you're dreaming of building it, and that's a nice thing. There's plans for them. That's where they end up picking up that extra one. You know what? Yeah. I could use the parts eventually for that. And then you have They're to backup parts. You have to go be that logical guy that says, you know, the difference between uh, wanting and getting something is action. You want. To have a car wrapped around that engine, but you're not doing a single thing to make a car go around that engine. So, with lack of action, you're just going to have the engine. It's like me. I want to be a lawyer, but I'm not going to school for it. So, I can't really say I'm doing it. I also want to fly without the assistance of any sort of propellers or just, I just want to be able to think about it. If I, I'm doing nothing to, it's not going to happen. Listen to this pussy talking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He don't know nothing about vehicles. <laughs> Let's go stand outside next to where that car's going to be someday. Give me another PBR. <laughs> and drink. What you are is a beer aficionado. That's what it is. Yeah. You just like drinking with your friends. Just admit it. You're afraid of your wife and you like drinking with your friends. That's why that thing sits in your garage. Uh, and by the way, it's all going to end this week anyway. I, I didn't realize when we... I, I, I was yesterday years old when I found out about Transvengeance Day and I giggled at it and thought it was funny. Uh, and then I heard randomly uh, at the uh, car dealership, and then last night at the game, I was talking to some friends, and they're like, uh, one of them's not leaving the house Friday or Saturday because he thinks the trans community is going to go nuts. <laughs> they're going to start shooting. I have a lot of sketchy stuff going on in there. I'm staying away. From, like, you heard about Trans Vengeance Day? And I'm like, is it a thing? I thought it was kind of a, are we worried about it? That's what they're calling the parade. It was on Fox News. They're telling everybody to be afraid of it. I'm like, oh, I see. Okay, you got, they're, firing, they're firing up half of the nation on this. And I got an email from a guy named Aiden who says, Hi, trans listener Aiden. Uh, I have never heard of Trans Vengeance Day or whatever you were calling it. Uh, evidently happening the 31st, which is tomorrow. Uh, I just tuned in from the podcast, and it made me want to check out to see what it's all about. If I go, I'll give you the details. Uh, but the day that uh, TVD does sound happen or sounds it sounds a little sketchy but wish me luck ghouls i got another one uh from a trans that says trans vengeance day isn't real you guys are being fools that's exactly what somebody who's planning trans vengeance day would tell someone else don't panic there's no such thing trans vengeance day it's all over the place i didn't know i thought we just stumbled into a little weird t- uh-uh it's, it's gone viral. It's not only gone viral, it's gone mainstream. It's like tons of people are, were chatting about it yesterday and being serious, like the trans are going to lose their corpse. How many of them are there? I think we can take them back. I mean, if in fact they are united as an army against all society and they're going to have a day of vengeance, I think we'll knock them down. I like our chances against See the trans. See 10 in each town? Oh, there's more than that here. I've seen two or three at a restaurant at once, and I'm like, man, times have changed. Yeah, there are. Let's more. just say there's 12, 15,000 willing to fight. You know? We'll knock that down pretty fast, won't we? I mean, if the entire trans community becomes violent at the same time. <laughs> I'm, I'm just speaking in case. I don't really believe this is a thing, because I was going to go see the Savannah Bananas on Saturday. And I asked a friend, do you want to go see them Savannah Bananas on Saturday? It's supposed to be really entertaining because I ain't going anywhere on Saturday. Like, why? <laughs> that trans vengeance thing's going on all weekend. I'm like, are you kidding? about that. You won't, you won't go out to Scottsdale Stadium to watch the Savannah Bananas? Because the trans people might shoot it up? You never know. Yeah, 
okay. Won't we see that coming? It'll be a fairly obvious army. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a bunch of dudes. Hey, in hey. It'll be bright. Guys in dresses and boas and, like, crowns. High heels are going to be so slow. Marching yes. down the road with guns. I mean, like, just, all right, there's that transvengeance thing. I think we take that down in a heartbeat. I really don't think it's a thing. But I love that it's thought about by uh, regular folks and that the news can manipulate us into thinking that the transvengeance days. Happening. Something you need to concern yourself about. Don't you go over to that Savannah Bananas show on Friday and Saturday. That's Man, that would be the biggest event KDKB's ever had. Can <laughs> oh you my imagine God. that? KDKB live at the Savannah Bananas. <laughs> totally, totally misleading. I thought Savannah Bananas was something else. Turns out it's baseball. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Army's on its way. We're going to fire away and kill everyone who loves the Savannah Bananas. <laughs> <laughs> then the world will know we're here. I think one of the safest places to be will be the Savannah Bananas game. <laughs> Look at the Trans Army is going to make their point there. It's like, like, like when I fly JSX. There's no security. They basically say, you want to blow one of these up? You kill 17 people. You're not doing a thing. You fly this into a side of the building, the building's going to win. It's a tiny little half plane. Go ahead, hijack it. It's got fuel to get to Vegas. We're going there anyway. It's not like you're going to go on some long... We're taking this plane to Cuba. Well, we need to make three stops, you idiot, because it's... <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't think... I, don't, I think I'm, I think I'm going to go to the Savannah Bananas. I think I want to see that. <laughs> I think I'd rather I see that. safe. I'd rather see that than f- the, have a fear of the trans army. And, and if something Aiden, happens, at least you're having fun or enjoying yourself. Sure. Right. I'm in the middle of a bananas game. And you know, to be honest... Uh, the second the Savannah Bananas have to announce, fans, please take cover. I, I, that's that's the funniest thing that's ever happened in my life. The transgenders are attacking. Everyone take cover in the bananas dugout. <laughs> oh, we're serious. This is a, I got to get in the dugout. Hey, I'm in. Okay, everyone, <laughs> freeze. We're here to kill the bananas. They hit everything shaped like a dick. Yeah. So I, I'm. I'm not going to live in fear of that. I'm not. I'm not really afraid of the trans army, even if it's real. I. I think I'd die laughing. I think I'd be in hysterics if the trans army came marching towards me, and I'm like, "Well, this is how I go." What a story! Jeroboam Holmberg is with the Savannah Bananas game when those trans people attacked. I think the Savannah Bananas will. I think we'll be all right. Plus, they're selling out. So it'll be. Let's say there's. 10,000 people at the Savannah Bananas game. I think we'll put up a hell of a fight. I don't think anybody's going to be like, don't misgender them. Kill they. I, I, I think we're going to go after them and win. I, I really don't see the trans pulling this one off. Hope it doesn't affect flag football game either. You got a flag football game? Yeah. yeah you'll be, be careful because uh, <laughs> they've targeted those in the past. I don't know what we're looking at here. And then we'll get an email. Hey, that one trend just shot up a school. Yeah, it was a lunatic. I don't lump them all together. And I really think the trans community is going to think, oh, shoot. We got a shooty one in our midst. And the uh, last thing we need to be seen doing is wandering around with guns. But Aiden, our trans listener and another guy who's listening. Keep embedded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let us know. Keep us keep us abreast of, uh, I don't know if that's probably a bad no, that's not a good one. Yeah. <laughs> 
Alert us of all. Yes. Oh, yeah, there you go. Alert us of all trans behavior that seems sketchy or militant. I've never seen the trans get militant. They get angry and they yell a lot, but it's just mostly their fingers waving around. Camo is in fashion right now. A lot of camo Very print. Very true. And it does hide, you know, a lack of curves, which most trans men trying to be women have. They just can't get those hips right. John Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The 98. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. I don't know. But uh, if I die at a Savannah Bananas game, how bad was my life, honestly? Was it not bad not at bad all? Not bad at all. I agree, Brady. He was killed in the great trans rising at a Bananas game. I don't think, I think I'm all right. But I actually invited someone to go, and that person said, I'm not going to that. I'm, I'm staying home this weekend. Well, oh, you just sleepy or something? No. Trans Army. Brewing Transformers or no, 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 not not that. I think I'm more afraid of actual Transformers. I think I was in one yesterday. I yeah, I don't see it happening. But you were your bumblebee let you down, dude. I would laugh if we were sitting here working, looking out the window, and just marching down Fifty Second Street was a gaggle of dudes in dresses and like everybody looks like Ellen Page now, and they're armed. I'd be nervous for a second, but I I would let out a like last night's halftime show. I'm Twisted like, oh. sister cranking. We're <laughs> yeah, not going to take to it. laugh a little bit before I actually take it seriously. I have to do that reset. Okay, okay, this is real. <laughs> the trans armies are coming. Uh oh. Cody thinks they're going to arm themselves with things they like. So what are they going to do? Fight us with three-foot purple dildos? <laughs> uh, so they're going to have a hard time shooting accurately because the barrels of their guns are going to be cut off. Thank you, Brian. Well done. <laughs> See, now you're just antagonizing Transvengeance Day. Transvengeance Day. It also is April 1st. Uh, are they so it isn't the tomorrow. It's April it is first. tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. But they're worried that. about the weekend. Oh, the transvengeance weekend. They don't think this insurgent. They're gonna do an overnighter. Look, you don't you don't take over an entire population in a day, Brady. When you're the trans community and you're trying to destroy, oh, I don't know, the other 320 million residents. I know, but they, you know, they're saying the 31st. At least say it's the weekend. They're saying that's when it starts. That's Transvengeance Day. Then Transvengeance, the movement. <laughs> Once they get a foothold up at the Capitol, then they're going to take over everything, and then you're just going to see them all over. I just think we outnumber them to the point where we can push them down. I, I, after a while, I, I just think it's a bad idea. Trans people, I think it's a bad idea. You don't have enough support from the other side to start killing people who aren't trans, if that's the plan. I, I can't imagine that's a meeting. I have to say that, logically, there's nothing to fear here. 
But if you don't want to go to the Savannah Bananas game, just say so. That's all. Don't use the trans army as an excuse. Just say I don't want to go see that. It's a pretty weak excuse. Oh, there's going to be a trans uprising. I think I'm going to stay home. You just don't want to see the bananas. That's all. Savannah Bananas are fun. Good, good baseball and a fun park and you're having a good drinking and goofing around and if the trans come and shoot us all well then darn it all that was the way it was all supposed to be <laughs> you know, it, like, they'd have to have a meeting at the sheraton all right guys what do we attack first oh they're not going to the sheraton that's that's beneath them. that's true they're gonna be at one of those retro places yeah. over in the avenues all right boys or days whatever i'm sorry should we shoot up the suns game friday night no that Savannah Bananas thing's pissing me off. You have no idea. They're playing two nights here. They got Friday and Saturday. Mm, did somebody say bananas? I want to fire at the bananas. <laughs> Nothing I want than to kill bananas. I hate mine. I got an email from a guy named Greg who likes to dress as a woman, too, and he said most trans people don't want to cut their wieners off. And he's he's a logical one. He's like, I dress up every once in a while, you know, feel what it's like to feel that. But I know deep down I'm never going to be a girl. Then I just kind of go through my life feeling like, you know, no matter how many hormones or whatever you shoot in your body, you're just, you just can't switch it. You, you can you can try and pretend and do the thing and get some medical stuff, but deep down you know, eh, my innards are this, that, and the other. When they find my skeleton 100 years from now, this, this was a fella. And it's true. But he's like, you know what? That's fine. But he doesn't, I don't think Greg has any intentions of shooting any of the Savannah bananas. I sure hope not. But in a weird way, I'd like to. They'll see. be ready. <laughs> Will the bananas be prepped? Yeah. All right, guys, we got a lot of a little emergency alert there. I don't want you to be worried. I want you to play the game of your lives. But just know that we're heightened security over a bunch of trans people that want to kill us all. <laughs> they hate us, Savannah bananas. The Diamondbacks have their opening week. I mean, they could have picked bigger targets. I think the bananas would be okay if they let them let them run the bases. Before the game, the trans. Or after the game. Well, I don't want to let them in the building if they've got bad ideas. I mean, all you got to do is appease them. They're going. No, that's the there's the problem. Bray. We're going to push back a little bit, and they love when you push back. I've heard that. I've read that online. <laughs> anyway, speaking of people that do things that they shouldn't be doing, listen to this guy. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Well, this morning I'm doing my normal scrolling through sports and through uh, the news uh, channels. And on one of the news channels, they were talking about Gwyneth Patro and her lawsuit uh, from the skiing accident, I guess, she had uh, at Deer Valley. And I'm thinking, yeah, Deer Valley got some pretty narrow runs. Uh, and I was thinking about my experience at, <laughs> at Deer Valley. I had a friend named Alan, and he owned a couple of properties up there. So uh, Nicole and I, we no! went skiing up there. And I had been skiing for a number of years at this point. I was a pretty good skier. I had started skiing with a number of downhill. New rules, OJ. You can't bring up trips with Nicole. Even now. You can't. Because he knows we all know who she is. He didn't even say my ex-wife. He didn't say a woman I used to see. He knows we know who Nicole is, and he knows why. She can't just come up randomly in conversation without us pointing out, OJ, stop it. Brett doesn't even mention his ex-wife by name, and he didn't kill her. Nobody's even suspecting Brett killed her. We know she's alive. She's just off doing her thing now. I haven't checked lately. You're not allowed to talk about the ex 
as like, well, the time she and I went, if you might have murdered her. If you've ever been that on trial. That was like a chill. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone got it, right? When it's- yeah. Oh, did, did he bring up Nicole? Oh. You're not allowed to tell. You're the one dude you can't bring her up. I remember when Nicole and I used to go out there. I'd push her white ass in the snow. <laughs> it was hilarious. So and it was cold. I had some gloves cold. on. Oh, yeah. I wore big gloves. And I would chase her around. And, and then, we, you know, she'd get home. And I'm like, I got to figure something out. Anyway, Nicole and I had a lot of fun together. I hate that he brought her up. And what's he watching Gwyneth Paltrow's trial for? And who's Gwyneth Paltrow? Another white bitch. Yeah. <laughs> what happened here? This white bitch going to complain about something? I got a solution. It was the Deer Valley connection. He's like, I remember someone ran into Nicole. <laughs> yeah. I he the felt. Deer. I went down the. I can speak on this. I've been to Deer Valley with a white blonde bitch. Uh, she's fallen down and gotten run over. Let's talk about let's talk about a white blonde woman getting run over by something. Let's talk about that. I feel qualified. I've been up there a few times, just scrolling through the sports page, Brady. <laughs> I'm just doing it, and I see that there's a court case with a white bitch still alive, and I'm like, that's new. <laughs> let's take a look at what's going on here. So I'm flying down this run, and at the last minute. This lady is kind of turning from my left, and she comes all the way kind of across, and we crash. And we both go down, and uh, stuff is all over the place. You know, your ski is over here, your goggles over here. Her head laying in the woods. (laughs) You all right? And she said, yeah, yeah, I'm all right. She asked me if I was all right. And we were pretty congenial, you know, as we got our stuff together, kind of. Uh, chuckled about it. Um, watch out, you know, be careful. Uh, wow. So she leaves, and I think uh, Nicole or Stop Alan talking came up about her. Talked a little bit, then we take off again. Did uh, he say Al? He's, he's lucky she didn't call 911. Oh, that was before he person on my right making this big sweeping turn, and I said, Oh, there's no way this person is gonna. Uh, come in front of me, and bam, we hit again. He ran into everybody. Turns out it's the same girl. (laughs) And uh, we weren't. I nearly killed that bitch twice. (laughs) Anyway, she just kept getting up. It was like night of the living dead with her. Normally, when I knock a bitch over, she stays down. But this one just kept popping up. (laughs) And that's my experience with Gwyneth Pethrow. I don't want to talk about the third time we collided. <laughs> then that last time, I'm like, all right, bitch, this is on purpose now. You're just trying to get to know OJ. <laughs> Let me tell you, you're going to get some work done right now on your face. A little plastic surgery uh, from Beverly Hills, so I can make that happen. <laughs> he fascinates me. I am completely in is love with him. Is he just out of his mind, or yes. is he actually smart and he's doing this on purpose? Every ounce of me wants to believe that. Yeah. That he's that he's just toying with us, but I think he's just lied. I don't know. I think he's just oblivious to it, and he's just trying to ignore the fact he's got to read the comments. We you chuckled. I said, "You've been hit by a black diamond." Who <laughs> <laughs> is on the black diamond? That's funny, Brady. I can't. <laughs> You're on the good list now. You made me laugh. Brady made me laugh, so he won't die today. If the ski don't quit, if fit, you yeah. must have quit. <laughs> right. the skis, somehow or another, the ski shot off, and three years later, sliced my wife's head off. It was the same exact run. And you just kept coming. Uh, as I said, it wasn't as congenial this time, but uh, it's Deer Valley. 
Deer Valley is classy. It's a beautiful place. I never went back, mainly because I didn't like the runs. I thought they were real narrow, certainly far narrower than most of the places that I went skiing. But accidents happen skiing. I don't know how you could try to sue anybody. Narrow as a white woman's ass up there. It's very narrow. That's all. That's all you need to know. But I thought, I saw a court case on television. I thought, you know what? I should say something about this. John Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The 98 KUPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It had been interesting to hear him say about the testimony because Gwyneth's like the guy skied up behind me and yeah. started grunting. Well, mm. he didn't hump her, but he got his skis between her skis and then started to spread her legs out. And, he was and they're going, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, your I think the dude's just a bad skier. And he's like, uh, I don't know what to do. And I also think Gwyneth made that up to make it seem like this is it. You can't ski up behind somebody and dry hump them. You can't do it. You're either going to hit them or you're, if you're, that, you're an excellent skier if you can slow grind with a stranger on the ski slopes and get away with it. <laughs> uh, for crashes on a ski uh, slope, you see it all the time. I remember the first weekend um, that I went skiing. I spent the first day at Buttermilk in Aspen. I was with the Kardashians, Chris and Bob, uh-huh. and Nicole and I. So, Stop uh, bringing her up! morning I spent at Buttermilk learning to ski. By the end of the day, I had made it to the top of the hill. Uh, the next day, we went to Snowmass. Actually, we were staying in Snowmass. And we went to the Big Burn. The Big Burn is this area that's, they call it the Big Burn. I guess it was a fire years ago. And it's clear. I mean, it's about as clear as clear can be. It is a great place to ski if you're kind of a, a beginner skier. Uh, the problem was, as we're skiing, Bob in Kardashian is flying by me, teasing me, come on, and he's you know, just shooting by me, swinging in front of me and everything. So the second run we did up at the Big Barn, I killed him. Turns out <laughs> he's dead now. So tease me one more time, you little bitch. You little Greek weirdo, Armenian freak. Tease, told, tease OJ one time, see what happens to you. All right, that's all I'm saying. I told him, doesn't Chloe look a little like uh, me? Hey, you know, <laughs> hey, you notice that that giant daughter of yours is six and already taller than her daddy. <laughs> you kind of want to do the math on that, Bob, while you're shushing around up here. You're a mogul. <laughs> That's adorable, Bob. While you was racing and getting good at skiing, I was your wife and filling her with a baby. (laughs) So I'm just saying that that's mine. The hot tubs above the Big Burn are fabulous. Man, I'll tell you, it's wide open at the Big Burn, Brady. You can't get away with anything. There's no trees blocking anything. Everyone sees you trying to uh, to ski. Just tell us where it is and how things go on the big burn. Is that it? He keeps going. So Nicole and I was out. Stop bringing up Nicole. I just have to let you know that we had a, a wonderful marriage. We took I took a skiing a few times. Out there is a tree up there. Bob Kardashian hit this tree and... Uh, <laughs> You know, years later, what happened to Sonny Bono, I thought that happened to him just then. We had to get um, emergency people to get him off the mountain. And I'm going to be honest, I don't know if Bob ever went skiing after that, but (laughs) he hit the only tree that was on the Big Burn. So 
I didn't push him. He just hit it. That's the story I'm sticking with. That's right. There was no investigation. And I'm pretty sure I heard one of the EMTs use the N-word. So I had him dead to rights. It was all right. Anyway, so I thought I'd just chime in another court case. I'm an expert about courtrooms, so why not ask OJ? I'm available on Cameo. (laughs) Interested in, uh, you know, Bob never went skiing again. Just the same way that Nicole never went back in the kitchen. (laughs) She just ended with that knife. She didn't like knives, that's for sure. She never went through the front door again. I I I showed her she hated uh, egress, ingress. The last she came out of that door, she never used the door again. She just laid there, lazy bitch. And I can't say a thing about why, but uh, I showed her a knife once, and she lost her mind. And I was like, her head fell off. This is just a knife. These at restaurants, you should know that waiter over there that's laying down. He's he'd bring you a knife. Anyway, Nicole and I used to love shopping together. And, Here's, I'm just going to recount my wonderful relationship with a woman you all know named Nicole. I won't recap why you know who she is. O.J. Simpson chiming in about Gwyneth Paltrow. I saw a little clip of that yesterday. I'm like, come on. And I don't know, Brett. I think he's... I is think he he's hyper doing, aware? And I he's think so. just doing it because he's... Gotta be. You'd think, though, that his stories would be more succinct. Yeah, I... Yeah. If he was doing this on purpose. This is free flow... Like this, what this doesn't have the. I'm going to bring up Nicole a few times. This is this is a guy just telling a tale about his time at the Big Burn up at Snowmass. I don't know. I think it's I think it's all about the clicks for him. He's getting paid on this, I and uh, is he though? Do you get? I guess. You oh get yeah, you can verify. Yeah. People still. Well, he can't um, earn any of that. I mean, if he's New doing income. it for the yeah, the Goldmans get the, it. Yeah. Which, Which is good, then. I suppose. But it keeps his name in the uh, in the public eye. Right, just so in case say. there's yeah, a naked yeah. gun five. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> I would watch that. Oh, my heartbeat. O.J. Simpson, if Nordberg, if they did it, I would go. And I know people would be like, oh, that's terrible how you support that. I'm not. Like, you know. They need a spinoff. Better call Nordberg. Just like Breaking Bad. Better call Nordberg would be pretty odd. Just dead serious. Yes. Nordberg gets involved in real crimes as a cop. He has to solve his own wife's murder. They get Nordberg on the case. That's how oblivious OJ is. He would play Nordberg trying to solve the murder of an NFL running back's wife. (laughs) That's a great script. Where did you guys get this idea? (laughs) So she was just fooling around with the waiter. And then the NFL running back comes and kills them both. That sounds unreasonable. You want to play Nordberg and investigate it? Sure. I think Nordberg would be perfect for this. <laughs> Your partner is Mr. Bean. Yeah, it's going to be on uh, Netflix. And uh, we got 13 episodes. Yeah, just Nordberg solves crimes. I love that. No, Nordberg just looks into one crime. They're just trying to convince OJ he did it. See, and then the big guy whose name is J.O., Oh, okay, I see. You don't see the connection? I'll keep going. Maybe I will. <laughs> he slices his wife's head off, and then a waiter comes up to return her sunglasses, and he kills that guy, too. Yeah, that's interesting. That's wild, man. That is, just, that is, is it too far-fetched? <laughs> I don't think people will believe it. <laughs> no, OJ. And then he gets into a white blazer, and his friend AC drives him around. Okay, okay. That, yeah, you got to have a good friend around. I, I get that. Nordberg will solve this. Yeah, I, I would watch Nordberg. Uh, 
unsolved mysteries with Nordberg would be phenomenal. OJ would would I think he's so oblivious that if you said, "Hey, we're bringing back unsolved mysteries," do you want to host them? I'm OJ Simpson. Welcome to Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I would watch that for days on end. I think he's just blanked it. Out. I, uh, yeah, out it's so mind. hard. It's again, it's us logical, normal minds trying to wrap our heads around what he's gone through and what he's doing. And how do you live your normal life now? How do you go through society as OJ Simpson without just being like, I have to put this aside. I have to squash this way down. But man, and the judge in the Gwyneth Paltrow case's last name is Holmberg. And no, uh, emailers, I'm not related as far as I know. If I am, he's dodged the family for years. <laughs> Old. Honorable Kent Holmberg, and I'm starting to get emails. Is this your brother? Like, I don't have a brother. You know him? Like, yes, all of us Holmbergs know each other. Like, what's your last name? Do you know everyone in the world with that name? Although it is kind of something I did look into. All right, what are you going to do? Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? All right, wake up song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. This weekend on Saturday, they're having the. Uh, oh, Trans Vengeance Day! <laughs> the Vengeance Day at Action Ride Shop, and I'll be there hosting. <laughs> they're having the uh, big pivot demos uh, oh, going right. on, there. so the the whole the whole crew's going to be out there, team. So you can ride before you buy, basically. Yeah. So make sure you head on out there. They're going to be take care of you. Pivot demo day going on this Saturday. Action Ride Shop reserve now because the spaces go pretty quick. Yeah, so, big time. Uh, yeah, and here's my thing. This is a, a one of those annoying old man things. It's become an old man thing for me. I like a lot of different bikes. I yeah. think Yetis are great. Santa Cruz great. All the bikes are good. I like Pivot because they're local. Yes. <laughs> that is just such an old man thing to say. But they're local. They're great yeah. bikes. I've got. I've had a bunch of Pivots. and Man, are those cool. So that's a really neat thing. Yeah. So if you, you've been hearing John talk about those e-bikes, you've been talking, you've been hearing us talk about my switchblade, just go on out there. They're going to have everything out there, be able to answer all the questions. ActionRideShop.com. Reserve your space now. Plus, uh, right now, they got 10% off all front suspension mountain bikes, 20% off of winter clothing. And uh, that, uh, if you're not in the pivot thing, I yeah. get it. But uh, they got a Santa Cruz uh, factory sale going on right now as well. So Action Ride Shop is where you need to be, especially this Saturday. From 9 a.m. till they close. That's over there on Yeah, Brett, that sounds nice. I'm going to go over there because I was on a mountain bike with Nicole once. We had her on the handlebars. <laughs> Me and AC, and her body was flopping all over. It was after we killed her. And we were trying to get her to the snowmass to bury her white ass in some snow. But it was June. We weren't thinking, so we put her back on the patio. I'll go out there. I like riding bikes. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of snow, Josh actually emailed me. said he could ski up behind somebody to dry hump. Well, I'm saying you'd be a. He's like, from Action Ride. Shop. Like I, mean, I come said, on. you have to be a great skier. Yeah. To sneak up to somebody, get your skis between their legs, dry hump them for a second, <laughs> and then get away with it. Gwyneth Paltrow said, "Yeah, I thought it was a sexual assault at first. My, well, she just standing there. Some dude's skis appear between her legs, and then he dry humps her for a second and gets out of dodge. Uh, I think the guy was just confused and making noises. And if you've seen the dude that ran into her. He acts like he got hit by a train. He's crying. <laughs> she did it on purpose. Well, three million, three hundred thousand. He wanted three million dollars. He found it, ran into Gwyneth Paltrow. You know, OJ told the story of that lady he ran into twice on the mountain of Deer Valley. I want to hear from that lady. She's got a hell of a story. Like it was pre OJ's murdering, but OJ hit her. You never believe this. I got run over on Deer Valley by O.J. Simpson, and I lived to tell the tale, but that's not it. I don't think that's what she said. Hour later, he ran me over again. She used another name who she got hit by. On the hill. Oh, yeah, that's true. 
One of the helpers ran over me. <laughs> a real big one, too. <laughs> Goodbye, a valet. Yeah, that's your dear, dear valley. They're not OJ surprising up there. Hey, turn the punch bowl, everybody. Here I come. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's OJ Simpson. What's he doing here? Uh, on the list, got AFI, ACDCs, Who Made Who for your Jeep that went out of control. <laughs> I was not uh, in control of it. Audio Slave, Faith No More, Mushroom Head, but uh, Metallica le- released another track from their new album uh, this morning, the title track, 72 Seasons. So I was thinking maybe we'd write right, it down. Let's do it because that's what Toledo just loaded up. Oh, so we're on it. Go. 72 Seasons. Have you heard it yet? Uh, I've heard a snippet of it. I've no, heard I haven't it. heard it yet. So this is the title track to the big uh, 72 Seasons album that is. Comes out next month. Slowly bleeding out until it's all out. And then the shows happen here in Phoenix on Labor Day weekend, which will be the Friday and Sunday of that weekend. Are just flat out awesome. Two shows, 72 seasons. Metallica celebrating 40 years of being Metallica, which is just disturbing. Jesus. I know. And this is the new one. Let's hear it together, shall we? And don't be overly critical. I know we're going to hear people who hate it automatically because yeah. it's not Master of Puppets, but maybe it is. Uh, it's 72 seasons. It's the uh, first time I'm hearing it. And it's your wake-up song. It's 98KUPD. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98KUPD. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.